Well, hello and welcome to the Summerbrook Church Takeaway. I'm here with Tanner Treffin. Um, I'm Dakota Smith, the worship pastor here at Summerbrook. And uh, Tanner, we just we started a new series this week called Simplify. And you brought the word this week and just the fire talking about the fear of the Lord, which I feel like is something we haven't uh, touched on super often, uh, especially recently. And I, I thought it was uh, super good. Yeah, it's an honor being here with you, Dakota, and um, you got to be careful talking about fire when you're talking about fear <laughs> of the Lord, and, you know, if you remember the Nadab and Abihu story, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was um, it was an honor. Uh, it's, it's hard to talk about the fear of the Lord because, honestly, it was kind of nerve-wracking for me to preach on it because I feel like you're held especially accountable if you're going to preach on the fear of the Lord, that you're not up there being prideful and lying and stuff like that, because oh, yeah. the Lord can make such a strong example out of you. So I was asking the Lord to really help me and keep me humble as I was up there as I was preaching. So, hundred yeah. um, percent, cool. Well, uh, one of the uh, one of the statements you made kind of early on in the message that um, I thought was cool, and just the way you you said it was that um, the bedrock of wisdom is is the word of god mm. and just diving into to wisdom and uh, into the verses in proverbs and stuff like that so um that really really stood out to me yeah and i think it it's easy to just kind of get caught up doing your own thing um like, you know you start getting some momentum stuff in life starts going good and you're like oh i think i know what i'm doing now and you start just trusting in yourself um that's just so slippery because as soon as you start trusting in yourself and it's easy to stop trusting in God then and then you can become the fool um, and have no mm-hmm. wisdom at all because you're losing your fear of God so uh what what kind of when you think of the fear of the Lord Dakota what do you think about oh man so you kind of touched on it where like a lot of people a lot of people teach it as this this awe and reverence and and it is that as well and that's great to have but it's that that God is perfectly just and that he is the perfect judge, that he's holy and he is righteous. He's the standard. Um, and we're not. And I think that was so good about, um, just not leaning on your own strength and just trying to, um, know that what, what God's word said is, is the truth and that that's the standard. Um, so just having that, uh, healthy fear of the Lord and not really, um, listening to kind of what, what culture says about it, about things and, um, just knowing, uh, what the word says. Yeah. Cause if God's not the standard of holiness and you're looking out, you know, and we're just looking at other people, uh, is the code of the standard of holiness or, you know, uh, Jeanette or whoever, your neighbor, um, they're like, well, they're cussing or, you know, they're getting mad yeah. at their kids. So, uh, I'm doing pretty good over here. And so you can kind of, just think, well, I'm I'm better than other people, so I'm probably going to get to heaven. But as soon as God Almighty, who's perfect, becomes a standard of holiness, it kind of all puts us in that same boat that mm-hmm. we looked at in Romans three that we we all have fallen short of the glory of God, that no one meets the standard of holiness, and it all uh, puts our sin in our face, where we realize, man, God's the sunlight over there, and I'm just this dirty rock. You know, how could I compare? Um, and, and, and it makes us desperately in need of a Savior. Uh, it's kind of the beauty of staring at God's holiness, too. Um, but it's hard to do that, because no one wants to look be the disgusting rock. You, you know, you want to be sun beautiful on your own. So, yeah. Um, one thing I was thinking about is... Uh, and I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here a second because sure. we didn't pre-prepare this. Is 
how come God strikes down some people? Like he struck down Nadab and Abihu and Uzzah when he reached out and touched mm-hmm. the ark. And then like in the New Testament, we read about um, who's the husband and wife they struck down with their names? Ananias and Sapphira. And Sapphira. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they lied. And so I'm sure I've lied in church before. Like back back in the day, I can think of when I lied to my youth pastor when he asked me how I was doing. Yeah. And I said, I'm fine, when I really wasn't. And so how come God didn't strike me down and just kill me in that moment? Uh, any thoughts on that of why he struck down some people when they sinned and he doesn't to others? Man, um, that's, a, that's a strong question. Um, I think... I don't know. I think these, these, these stories that were given in scripture, they, I feel like they're presented the way they are to, to teach us and to show us just how just God is to that. He can do all of these things because he is perfect. He is holy. And, um, but as to why that he wouldn't just do it to to me or you on any given day or any given Sunday or anybody, that um, I think it's just a I think it's just a good uh, healthy reminder that that keeps that fear of the Lord I think inside of you. You know what I mean? Because um, knowing that it could happen, that God could just decide at any point in any time, any moment to be like, "Yep, that's it." But I think that he is so gracious and so merciful as well. Um, but it's just that, that healthy, I think having a healthy fear of the Lord, I think is what it is, how it appears to to me, or that's my thoughts about it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm no theologian or, or scholar myself, but I, that's my theory, what you were just hitting on there, that I, it kind of shows God's heart mm. that because God could and rightly could just if we're sinning to strike us down because we deserve to be punished for our sin but out of his heart his heart is not just there a god of lightning and thunder mm-hmm. like hey as soon as you mess up bam yeah. i gotcha sucker <laughs> you know that's not that's not the heart of our god but he's he loves us so much and he so badly wants us to get it right and to know him um and so i think it was crazy it's out of actually of his love that he's holy and does strike some people down Mm -hmm. because when we see the examples of like ananias and sapphira we're like "Ooh, sin's a big deal like i don't want to do that and it helps us stay away from sin and run to god but at the same time he doesn't do it to everyone because he's slow to anger and Mm -hmm. compassionate and merciful so he gives those strong examples uh, out of his love so that he wouldn't have to do that for everyone but people could learn from that example and he could be more patient with others uh, so that people could realize and repent and turn to him is it's kind of my thought which i'm like oh wow thank you god for these examples Mm -hmm. help me to take them to heart so i don't become an example uh, of that so um one other thought for you actually i'm thinking about right now is i think the fear of the lord is so important for for anybody um, especially Christians, but then not only that, but for leaders mm-hmm. uh, is really big because every leader has a platform. Every leader has influence. And speaking of platform and influence, you're a worship leader, the worship leader here at Sermonbrook. And man, you're um, up in front of the stage every Sunday. All eyes are on you and you're on your team up there. And you're supposed to be ushering us into the presence of God. Like, man, you're like living in like a priesthood type role uh, here at the church. So like, how do you handle that? How do you make sure you're not being a Herod up there and saying, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, give me the praise, give me the glory? Yeah. Um, I think, man, um, I, 
I feel like I've, I've been asked this question several times, um, that I just, I'm just so like thankful, I think, and gracious of, um, where God's brought me from, like from, um, being saved and a new Christian, um, when I was like in middle school and then all the way up through, through now that I, it's, it's just so humbling to me that, uh, God would even choose me to be able to do what I get to do. Um, and, and for his glory and that I know that even without me, like, let's just take this, for example, again, I get, God strikes me down for whatever I did. Worship is still going to happen mm. on Sunday morning mm. with or without me Ooh. because it's not about me is it's God who's holy and he deserves the glory. So, um, that's why I just, I love what I get to do. It's such an honor. And, um, that's one thing that we strive to do, um, as a team, that's one of our team values is just, uh, heart. Um, just is your heart in the right spot? Um, that we're not seeking a platform for our own glory. We're seeking it, uh, for God's glory and that, uh, he would be magnified, um, just through everything, uh, that we do and that we, uh, get to do that is an honor just to get to even, uh, step on the stage. That's so good, Dakota. Uh, cause two things I heard you just say, if I understood you rightly, is to help you have the fear of the Lord. This is the Summerbrook takeaway. So if you want to take away how to have the fear of the Lord, it's kind of remembering your past, mm-hmm. remembering what God has brought you from and how you didn't do any of that, but he's the one, and by yep. his grace, he brought you out of that. So remember what God has done to bring you out of your past. So remember your past, but then also remember that you're replaceable, that ultimately it's not about you. Uh, and God could raise up a better leader than you, just like that. Um, and so just having that humility of, wow, God could replace me, but he allows me to yep. do this. He allows me to lead. He allows me to minister. And just coming from a place of thankfulness, like, God, thank you. And I mean, I'm so guilty of that. A Sunday morning, I'm so stressed out. I got all these things to do. And just if I could remember, God, is you're allowing me to do this. Like it's not all resting on my shoulders. It's on your shoulders and you're giving me the opportunity and the joy of partnering and building your kingdom. And so, man, that's speaking to me as we're talking about that right now. So that's good stuff. Yeah. So I was looking at, um, I was listening, uh, back through the message and, um, uh, you were talking about, um, how to obtain, the fear of the Lord. Um, and the, the verse you shared on that was, uh, Psalm 119, um, 11, um, that I've stored up my, stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Um, so you want I don't know if you want to touch on storing up the word. Yeah. Um, I think that's real good. Uh, I think it's hard to be a mature Christian without regularly reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to have the fear of the Lord, that's part of being mature to, to being holy, more like Jesus, uh, and so being a regular Bible reader where you're not just checking off the box, but you're trying to get the word inside you, in your heart, in your mind, the way you think about life. And, and that being your foundation is so crucial of making that a daily habit. Um, and the Version Bible app is helpful for that. Getting a Bible plan is helpful for that. Getting some accountability where you're reading with your spouse or reading with your family or reading with your best friend uh, every day. And like, hey, did you read today? What did you get out of it? That's super helpful. Um, but then not only that, but scripture memory, I think, is really big for this as well. 
Um, because if if you remember, like James 4, 6, that God opposes the proud mm. but gives grace to the humble, and you kind of meditate that throughout the day, man, that's going to help you have a healthy fear of the Lord. Because um, as we looked in that Hebrews verse, uh, what a fearful thing it is to fall into the hands of the living God. And and so, God, help me to be humble today. God, help me to walk in your favor and, and to not uh, get prideful. And, and so storing up the word in your heart and scripture memory, I think, is really big um, of that whole fearing the Lord and and storing up the words so you may not sin against him. Yeah, yeah that um, the the Hebrews verse that one that one got me too. That was really it's really convicting, especially even like the way it's worded. That it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It was, it's just so yeah. It kind of so like puts God as like this like like almighty powerful predator or whatever like what a fearful thing it is to fall in the hands of a lion mm-hmm. like but how much more so the god who's all powerful all knowing and all present you can't escape him yep. you can't outwit him you can't outpower him he's god so uh yeah i don't want him as my enemy <laughs> that's for sure yeah I, yeah i think that was i think like that was the one thing i wrote down for one of my my biggest takeaways was um just to remind myself each day uh just to remain humble and just try to remain in God's will, follow his commandments. And that, um, I wrote just off to the side of it was, I want to be on the Lord's team. I want to be on, on his side. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, what do you think about Solomon and his example of how he's, he's the guy who really wrote these proverbs for us to know about the fear of the Lord. Um, but then yet he had that slow fade later in his life. And so, I don't know what any thoughts on that or how we can keep ourselves from fading away like Solomon did. Yeah, and I I really do I like that term that you use the slow fade um because like you were sharing it's not just a it's kind of not just like a light switch moment where yeah. it's like this is here and then like one day you wake up and it's just gone. Um but that slow fade how you were saying about um uh that he had uh, way more uh, horses than he was supposed to have, uh, way more uh, wives, and not only way too many wives, but wives that didn't love the Lord, didn't yeah. know the Lord, didn't yeah. fear the Lord. Um, so it's just all these, it seemed like he had a lot of, it seemed like the he was letting the, I guess if you use like the, the boat as the Christian analogy mm. um, of the Lord or whatever, yeah, but he, that, he was letting that. the, he was letting the, the world, I feel like, get into, so like the water would be the world and the boat, you're in the boat and the boat is Christianity in your life, your walk with God. Yeah, that's like the verse uh, Jesus talks about, like being in the world, but not of the world, yeah. like that type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think uh, Solomon started letting the, the world get into, into his life and into his heart, into his mind more than um, he was allowing God or more than he was uh, wanting God to be in it um, is kind of how it seemed to me that he was kind of um he seemed like he was consuming so much from the world that he forgot where his where his heart should be and where his mind should be that he kind of just got consumed by the things of the world yeah that's so huge for all of us as christians how much of the worldly are we letting in how much media social media tv netflix you know all that are we letting in because it's it will slowly it's like a was it the frog that cooks in the bath slowly you know the water slowly oh, heats yeah, up yeah. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't realize it's it's boiling and about to die and and it's it's kind of the world can slowly creep up on you so you got to kind of guard those mm-hmm. gates um, cuz that can slowly uh, erode away your fear of the lord 
Um, so that's really good. Um, and and that slow fade. There's a song. I can't even think who it's by right now, but it's an old song, like ten plus years ago. Um, but it's so good. All about how I think it's targeting Christian men, especially how it's a slow fade when you give your life away. And so look up that song. Super powerful uh, on the subject. But but to wrap up the podcast today, Dakota, what's what's your takeaway? Because if you want to make headway, you need a takeaway. Yeah, um, I think kind of what I shared about just wanting to be on the Lord's team and uh, on God's side. Um, and I think a great way to, to, to do that and to not have that slow fade, um, is, uh, to not do life alone. I think as, uh, having your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, having life giving people around you, um, that, um, just pour into you. Um, and I think one great way to do that is small groups or serve teams mm-hmm. being, uh, involved in your local church and, um, just those healthy life-giving relationships. I think people just uh, sharpening each other and pouring into one another and um, serving together, doing life together, um, and just um, being on the Lord's team together, serving, making a difference. Um, and I think that'll, I feel that that keeps that healthy fear of the Lord. You're diving into scripture together with these people. You're, you're serving alongside them for the, for the kingdom, all that stuff. So I think that'll, um, I think that was my biggest takeaway. Yeah, it's so important to have good friends that will encourage you, uh, lift you up, but also speak that truth into your life um, and keep you humble. So that's really good. Uh, mine was um, I want to reflect on God's holiness in my prayer time more. Uh, that I don't want to just thank him for his love, but I also want to thank him for his holiness and his justice, his righteousness, and, and kind of maybe even from time to time think of these verses, even though they're so scary. They kind of, um, what's the word, like... Um, when you like detox or like uh mm-hmm. i can't think of the right word but when you get the, like the bad stuff out of your system yeah i think that's uh, a good one detox is a good word and so it, it helps you have that purity of mind um and so just reflect on that more um and and ask god for help to to fear him in a healthy way so cool. yeah awesome well this has been the takeaway podcast thanks so much tanner for kicking off this new series Thank we're you, excited Dakota. to keep it going So you guys have a great week.